Hi everyone, welcome to this latest footnote episode of the Fantasy Animation Podcast. I'm Alex Sargent. I'm Chris Holiday. Today we're joined by the the Lord the Lord on High of of all animation, yeah. or the president of the Society of the Animation Studies. You president chairperson? Uh, president. To president. president. Oh, that's very good. Very good. I'd love to be president of something one day. We're joined by Chris Pallant. Chris, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. We thought we'd give everybody a snapshot as to what the Society of Animation Studies yep. is, uh, why it exists, what it tries to achieve, and how people might be interested in getting joining. involved and yeah. joining and all that kind of stuff. I should say kind of a little caveat, and maybe this is a good little teaser, we're recording this live at the Annual Society for Animation Studies conference, which, yeah. Um, yeah, which kind of moves around the world, comes in different shapes and forms and iterations and kind of is this meeting place between practitioners and, and artists and academics and yeah. anyone interested in animation really, whether you're a PhD student, a professional animator, uh, early career researcher, um, yeah. And if Chris sounds a bit ropey, Chris Holiday sounds a bit ropey in this, and will do in the next kind of eight episodes, yeah. it's because we recorded them all over the conference period, because the greatest and best of all animation was Are here. here. So why not take advantage of the opportunity? Yeah. Right, so so Chris Pallant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris so Holiday, have you got your timer? Yes, I've got my timer, yes. Okay. And we'll do 10 minutes on the Society for Animation Studies, um, coming from, yeah, President itself. So, the other Chris. Oh, the Chris. The Chris. What, over what to is you. it? Yes, yes. So I'm, I'm so pleased that you kind of gave us that lead in a, with the, the recognition of the fact that we're sitting here. I've, I've been on the, the podcast once before, but it was, it was down the lines and we did it over, <laughs> yeah, over yeah. Zoom. Yep. Uh, and I think it's really critical to just put on the radar that we've had this embodied experience. We kicked off on a Sunday, we had a, a keynote, we had some, some screenings, and then we've done Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and now we're sitting here on a, on a Thursday. Yeah. Uh, and it's four full days, parallel panels, keynotes, activities, uh, it's really, really intense. It's a whirlwind of knowledge exchange, of networking, of, of rebuilding networks as well. So it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, my, my voice is also starting to <laughs> fray, fray at the seams, but I think it's really important to hone in on that because we've had a couple of years of the pandemic existence. Yeah. Uh, and if you are a, a student or you're maybe a postgrad and you're thinking, where's my place? Where do I belong? Uh, the Society for Animation Studies is definitely that place. It's really inclusive. Uh, yeah. And I wanted to just kind of make sure that listeners are aware that there is this just fest festival of knowledge sharing and, and come along and, and visit. Yeah. So in terms of the history though, um, the society was founded in 1987 by Harvey uh, It's it, All of its business operations are, are based in the US. It's a, a California state uh, non-profit is, is what its existence is defined as. But it was uh, brought together by Harvey and, and a bunch of other scholars um, in the late 1980s. So people like uh, John Alberto Bandazzi, who's sadly no longer with us, yeah. uh, Maureen Furness, uh, William Moritz, Richard Laskowski, people like that who were the kind of the founding figures of, of the society. Uh, and they gathered in, in California and held a conference and there was 30 papers presented. Uh, if you've ever looked in Jane Pilling's uh, book, if you look at the very back, there's an appendix which has got kind of the first seven or eight animations of these conferences. Uh, with all the papers listed there and I was just doing a little side by side of, of this one here in Teesside and that first one and you know look at the way that we've grown yeah uh, an enormous sense of scale it was it was quite a US centric uh, conference to begin with you know lots of the scholars were based there as well and lots of the papers were focusing on things like Disney and kind of the um, animation industry in the US kind of understandable mm. so but this now, is Jane Pilling's a reader in animation correct. studies. Yep. Correct. Okay. Correct. Great. So, but we've we've kind of we've broken out of that mold, and we are a, a truly international uh, society now. So, I guess one of the kind of key offshoots to to 
foreground in those early years was Maureen Furness's Animation Journal, which which founded in 1991, uh, and was was really influential and radical in a way that it provided a space for scholars who were kind of dispersed, but were working on animation, but in this kind of decentralized way, and, and gave them a home alongside the Society for Animation Studies, alongside things like ASIFA, alongside things like Annecy. Yeah. It gave them this this journal that was that was regular, reliable, peer-reviewed, rigorous, to 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 help turn kind of this dispersed study of animation into animation studies with a capital A and a capital S and yeah. that's what we see today and that's what really gave it that, that trajectory um, and why was there a need for this society to ask you know the obvious question what, 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 what was the state of animation studies sort of before this, this had arrived with a small A and a small S yeah, at that point yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. In, inverted around study of animation mm. so yeah you, you, do, you do find it it's there you can find kind of trade presses uh, there's a long tradition uh, going back to kind of Lutz's work on cartoons you know 100 years back People have been interested in, in writing down um, how they interpret the, the appeal or the process of animation. But kind of the necessity of the society was to, to get people together and to allow that in the moment sharing of, of ideas and, and to start to build something a bit more sustained uh, and with a bit more depth to it. Um, so the kind of the three then objectives on an annual basis for the society is the delivery of an annual conference. This is the 33rd we're at now. <laughs> um, you know, you can do the sums and you can work out founded in 1987. It doesn't quite compute. Uh, that's because there's a couple of years where we've, we've not had conferences, but we've pretty much done one every year. Um, and the publication of some kind of a peer-reviewed scholarly uh, proceedings, essentially, as well. That's another one of the key core objectives. Uh, and then the third one is just creating that environment for the exchange of knowledge. So those are the three things that, if, if it's still doing it today, it's, mm -hmm. it's still, still doing a really good job. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess the other thing I wanted to say before we maybe move into a slightly more conversational is the way that the current iteration of the, the society has adapted to the times and we've kind of taken the lessons of the COVID era, you know, all those things that we found annoying, kind of virtual teaching and stuff like that. We've use the word flipped, we flipped that into a positive <laughs> and, and now the conference is really committed to a, a hybrid vision which over the course of this 33rd annual conference in Teesside, there's probably been about 60% of the conference attendees in person, probably about 25-30% um, remote and then maybe 10-15% who just haven't felt comfortable to return yet because of uh, you know different regions and different approaches to COVID still in the world. Uh, but the fact that we've had that, that virtual offer has allowed some degree of, of, of work around for that. So I think for, for years to come, we're committed to, to doing the hybrid. Uh, whether Microsoft Teams it will be the long-term future, <laughs> I don't know. Of anything, yeah. No. yeah. We've had a few panels of teething, but largely, yeah, it's been a really um, interesting and, and useful experiment. I think we're all going to work, everyone in every sector is going to work through this hybrid model, isn't it? But it's been really great to be here to, to watch the, the best of both happen in that we've had the, the as you said, the embodied sharing of knowledge. We've, 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 we've clinked a few glasses. We've had a meal. We've, you know, the, the really important, but, but doesn't seem so important when you describe it, stuff of being in a space and, and communicating. And we've also had, you know, a lot of more diversity, I think, of speaker um, because it's more accessible and that's, that's got to be good too. So finding a way through <coughs> this and embracing the best of both has got to be the way forward. Yeah, and at times I've been sitting in the room and it's felt like a, a a really youthful society all of a sudden. It feels like there's a whole new wave of, of fresh scholars and, and practitioners coming through. And the great thing is, well, that there's not just this Teesside effect and there's 30 postgrads from Teesside. It's not, it's yeah. not that. Um, they're coming from all over the world and that's, that's brilliant to see. And 
to kind of counteract that, if, if, if you've been doing what I've been doing, which is signing up for the uh, online as well and having it on my phone whilst being in the room to try to kind of join the dots, lots of the kind of established old guard are, are in the virtual space. So the, the session this morning, which was uh, which Paul Wells in the room, you know, one of the established yep. figures was there. Alan Cholodenko was, was on the virtual and kind of he appeared on screen and was able to kind of offer a question as well. So you got that kind of fusing of I'm not going to use the word old guard, just the kind of the established, the, the foregrounders of this society there. And also this this wonderful kind of new audience coming through, hearing those ideas and challenging those ideas mm -hmm. in, in some ways as well and kind of pushing us forward. Yeah. So we've had <coughs> traditional, I was thinking about how people can get involved. So we've got... Um, yeah, a couple of minutes left. So we've had standard kind of conference panels, but we've had kind of shorter micro talks where people are coming in and maybe reflecting on research that's ongoing, um, incomplete, in progress. All of that is kind of part of it. Well, Roundtables that you mentioned. The, the micro talks is a great one to pick up on. We've, we've branded it as micro talks since 2014. But I think it needs a rename. I think it should be just like the pitching panel mm. or something yeah. like that because people are turning up thinking, oh, I'm going to try and squeeze a 20-minute paper into five minutes and that doesn't work. I've always seen those micro-talks as a great place for students because you can yes. have a yes. half-formed idea <coughs> or test something from a PhD thesis maybe. Um, so if it was more of a pitching panel and you pitch an idea, it takes the pressure off and you'd be more comfortable in thinking, you know what, I'm only going to do one PowerPoint slide and I'm going to put a really key image on, and I'm going to dig into that for three minutes and yeah. ask questions. Yeah. How else can people kind of get involved? Because obviously the Society of Animation Studies is, is, on, is in person, um, or it's, it's, it's where we are now. But in terms of kind of content, we've got the journal, which is online, and the blog. Well, yes, the, the blog. Yeah, yeah. Or so, three so, ways, well, yeah. You know, Animation Journal, they retired. Then you've got Animation Studies, which is the peer-reviewed online journal of the, yep. of the society. <clears throat> and then you've also got Animation Studies 2.0, which is the kind of looser blog format. Yeah, that's great, yeah. And that has been brilliant for generating kind of conversation. There's also the special interest groups. So if you're yep. feeling like you maybe you're regionally separated from the main body of it, you could always kind of join in with a, with a SIG, a uh, special interest group. And there's money available as well. That's one of the, you know, I would say that's a good way to get involved. Become a member, uh, pay 30 quid or whatever it is, 30, yeah. 30 US dollars. Yep. Um, and then you've got access to maybe a thousand US dollars of conference funding because you're a member and you could buddy up and then get 2000 US dollars of conference or activity funding. So we have money to spend on the membership. That's the whole purpose, it's mm -hmm. a not profit. So a way to get involved, become a member and start spending the money of the society on local activity. Yeah, well, we, I mean, well, we're obviously very grateful to, to Chris for a number of reasons for obviously stewardship of the Society for Animation Studies, uh, being a good friend in the way kind of inducting us, certainly myself, into to animation studies and, 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 and being a, an all round good egg, but also the funding that society has offered fancy animation. Mm -hmm. um, it's kept the lights on. It's kept the lights on. So thank you for, yeah. for, for that. Um, and, and I would say that, you know, when we were thinking of how we'd format our sort of little yeah. project, the blog was a really useful kind of source of a space for these kind of, you know, looser, less formalized, but still academic um, engagements with with subjects to be things. So our our blog is inspired yeah. by the by the, the much greater and, and much. The thanks um, goes both ways. So <laughs> we, we know as a society yeah. we thank fantasy animation as well because you've put a real shift in at this conference over the last few years. You've really kind of taken us in different directions. So I think as a society we're really grateful to what you guys have done as well. Well, just to uh, just to end on, we we've we've hit ten minutes, well, but I'm going to use chairs chairs privilege. Um, normally we ask uh, people to kind of come up with a couple of like I don't know sources 
courses or but you've mentioned a couple so um, Jane Pilling's a reader in animation studies but is there another one in terms of you know a student is maybe thinking of, of, of taking an animation course at a university and, and wants to do a bit of background reading something like um, Pilling's book but is there another one that, that kind of jumps out at you as a good intro a, a, a furnace a well something like that yeah I mean you've, you've touched on one of them I would have said if you're looking for the cheap one you know if you're looking at an undergrad who wants to pick something up second hand on a books or Amazon you know for a quid, mm -hmm. then Paul Wells' Fundamentals of Animation or Understanding Animation, yep. one of those two, you'll, you'll find a dog-eared copy dirt cheap. If at the other end of the spectrum you want the expensive version and you can get it in your university library, then General Bertzdorf Bandazzi's you know, mm -hmm. World History, essentially three volumes, yep. uh, is as comprehensive as it gets. So that will be the two ends of the spectrum. Chris, thanks very much for joining us for this footnote episode and thanks for, for continuing to organise um, the Society of Animation Studies. Thank you for having me. We'll see you next time. Bye.